0: Hello Spectrumites and other people! My name is Forrest, and welcome to The Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. The podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. This is episode 35, and my return after the mid-season break. Before I get started, I would like to announce a new size series for the podcast available to upgraded subscribers on my Substack, which is a review series my wife KG and I are doing on the K-drama, Extraordinary Attorney Woo. Join us as we review each episode of the show and analyze how it deals with the topic of autism and portrays the main character who is on the spectrum. Go to thepancakeking.substack.com, and for $7 a month, you can receive this new bonus content via your email. So, I'm sitting in my new basement, which is now my new office. It's a bit of an upgrade from the claustrophobic corner I had in our last place, where it was impossible to get out from behind my desk on the right side. I actually have the space to stretch my legs when I'm sitting at my desk now. It's also quieter. I don't have to be as selective with when I hit record, since there aren't children outside playing while screaming like they're about to kill each other. We love our new home, and it's a step in the right direction. I've wanted us to live in a bigger place since we first got married. Not that our first place was bad, per se. It was just easy to recognize that it wasn't an ideal home for the long term. Feeling boxed in and claustrophobic usually makes my mind feel scrambled and disorganized, unable to to think straight or stay focused. I couldn't tell you if that's connected to my autism somehow or not. Our bedroom was practically just a bed closet and our living room, though easily the best room in the place, was difficult to walk around in. The best way I can describe the whole place is that it was like a narrow maze. As an adult, you realize how much extra space means to you. I felt little kicks of joy when we moved and I could actually walk around in this open space in our living room and our bedroom. Sure, none of this is the same as buying a house, which is something we want to do someday sooner than later, but it's still a start by getting us somewhere better. When we planned out the weekend we'd be moving, we had no idea, and I suspect many people didn't at the time either. There was going to be a few terrible storms that would be tearing through our area. As the weekend got closer, the weather team on our local station grew more panicked, and though I wanted to ignore it, it became inevitable that we were going to get some ugly weather, uglier than we've had in a long time, with even a chance for tornadoes. Tornadoes were something that I actually had a hyperfixation on as a kid. They both fascinated and scared me when I first learned about them. And I wanted to learn everything I could about them. I've read dozens of books, paid the most attention when they were brought up in my studies on meteorology and weather phenomena, and watched countless YouTube videos where people chase tornadoes down. I still do that. I watched many videos about the Joplin tornado from 2011 and the massive twister in Moore, Oklahoma in 2013. What intrigues me to this day is that despite everything we know about tornadoes, and despite the technology we have to thoroughly study them, we're still not sure what ultimately causes them to form. We know so much and yet don't know everything, which causes a tornado to remain a mystery, a pretty cool one. Uh, My wife, Keiji, was originally studying to be a meteorologist before she switched her major to English, uh, which is something that caught my attention when I first met her. She has the same fascination in weather and destructive phenomena like tornadoes and hurricanes as I do. If I'm the one that's bringing up the news about politics and the economy to her, she's usually the one who gives me news updates about the weird and crazy weather patterns we've had in the last year. She still has an old weather radio with an antenna, just in case. After we moved all our stuff into the new place and left the old home behind, the sky was already leaking rain. Signs of something worse uh, were beginning to show, and I felt a sense of urgency. So we did what any normal people would do facing an incoming storm. And by normal people, I mean Midwestern normal people. We had lunch at Applebee's as the storm approached. No big deal. We finished, and then stopped at Walmart for snacks and drinks. We were going to celebrate our move-in, even if we had to do it in the basement. I thought it was unfair that we had to worry about the condition of our home so quickly after moving in, having no idea what damage the storm could cause. Having lived in the general area for more than half of my life, I knew that whatever was coming couldn't be so bad it would produce something like an EF4 tornado. Still, I also knew that when it comes to weather, the unprecedented could still happen. That was still a a fear in my mind. I had the weather station's livestream on for at least four hours, uh, listening closely to any bits of information that might be important. It was unsettling listening to the guy talk about the storm cell that was blowing through counties one two or even three hours away sometimes even producing tornadoes that touched down and impacted the nearby towns every county they announced had a tornado closer to us than the last and by the time i finished looking up how close that county was the next tornado touchdown in another county was already announced it was like a, a horrific doomsday countdown when where the threat of danger was like coming closer and closer to us and at a pretty fast pace too even though i doubted we'd get directly hit by a tornado i was stressed over the idea of losing power so soon after settling in or hail damaging our cars outside since a garage didn't come with a new place The weather sirens wailed before the rain even came, as the station decided we didn't need to start seeing rain in order to know that what was approaching was dangerous. Finally, the storm that had been hyped up for over a week swept into our area, producing winds of up to 70 miles per hour and throwing down hail. I was sitting in the basement at that point with KG, and I just wanted her close because I felt afraid sitting alone. I've always been... Uh, the one to overthink and struggle with stress and anxiety between the two of us. I've always had a fear of the unknown, which I guess can in a way be linked to my place on the autism spectrum. I like knowing the who, what, when, where, how, and why of everything. Keiji, on the other hand, while someone who likes to know the details of things so that she could properly properly mentally prepare, um, is is a much calmer person than me. Uh, She stayed calm through the entire storm, uh, and it was easy for her to see that I was anxious and fearful about the unknown. She knows me pretty well at this point to be able to tell that something is really wrong when uh, when she looks at me while I'm in that kind of mood. Um, as the storm was coming over us, I kept looking at my wife while the stream still played, giving a play-by-play of how the storm was moving and how fast it was drifting away. It was a very fast-moving storm, so it actually didn't last over us for very long. And, um, because of it, because of that stream, we were able to know that the storm was leaving us before we checked outside. I could hear the wind wailing against the walls upstairs, and penny-sized hail bouncing off the ground as they hit Earth. And the entire time that happened, KG was the one who was comforting me with her words, not the other way around. She stayed calm and collected, which in turn calmed me. We really balance each other out in that way. I, I've always wondered how KG could stay calm and rationally minded, while I've always been high-strung and anxious. But her calm is one of the reasons why I was attracted to her in the first place. She has a strength that I want to have myself. I guess you could say that I want to be more like her, and I think that's a good sign in a relationship. If you aren't dating anyone right now, know this— Find someone who has certain strengths that you yourself would love to have. If this person inspires you to be a better person, that's a sign of a great partner. Not even a year into our marriage, I saw myself as one with... Uh, thunderstorms in my head, I kind of envisioned it this way, I'm, I'm someone with thunderstorms in my head, with all the chaos and the unpredictability they can bring, while Keiji is someone with a sunny day in her head, much like the sunlight that came out after the storm um, a few weeks ago, allowing us to see a beautiful sunset uh, at the end of the day before it got dark, um, in KG's head, the air is still, there's warm light, and there's no underlying anxiety about every little thing. Now, this picture still applies today, three years later, and I'm very grateful for that. So, yeah, I just kind of felt like sharing, uh, that story. Um, I'd like to do a couple more, more narrative-driven, uh, episodes later on down the road and kind of practice, uh, practice doing that type of stuff. So, if you like this kind of stuff, let me know on my Substack. And I'll see you next week. Hey guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, write a review to help the show grow, and subscribe to my Substack at thepancakeking.substack.com to receive updates on new podcast episodes, a new blog post every Saturday, and other content I may put out. You can also check out the entertainment me, KG, and my friends make together on our YouTube channel, Vanzot Productions. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.